I don't. Jimmy G ain't that ain't it, man. Please restate everything you just said. No, I'm not saying that to be <laughs> for the record. Please restate. <laughs> I will say, I will say, I will say this. I don't think Trubisky's better than Jimmy G, but I don't think Jimmy G's is. On today's episode of ITM, the NHL is definitely not starting by the end of the year. The Jets really almost ruined their chances to get Trevor Lawrence. Bradley Beal might have a problem on his hands, and it's that time. Yes, we discuss our top five favorite Christmas songs to get you in the mood for this holiday season. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 49 of Inside the Minds. I am your host, Matt. I am joined by Mr. Kevin Barton and Bart. Bart, say your last name. (laughs) You can't say my last name. Yeah, but I want you. I want. I want the people to see, hear how you say it. Karpiashuk. <laughs> Karpiashuk. There you go. Um, yeah, how I would say it. Um, <laughs> before we before we move any further, I would like to acknowledge the fact that we are missing one less voice on this pod. Uh, Chris has actually decided to leave us for personal reasons. Chris, we still love you. Uh, he is currently he he uh, put himself in charge of uh, he he made himself the position of the advisory role of this podcast, and uh, we will seek his advice moving forward. But for personal reasons, he will not be recording anymore. Chris, we'll miss you, buddy. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yeah, yes, we will. <laughs> Kevin, will you miss Chris? I hope so. Of course, I will. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, we're we're still going to talk to him every day. So yeah, that's true. Not like he's you know gone, gone. All right. Anyway, so moving forward, I did mention uh, in our preview, discuss our top five favorite Christmas songs to get you in the mood for the holiday season. Uh, let's start with that because you know, you know, none more chipper, none more cheery than Christmas music. Um, two of us uh, love the holidays. Two of us on this on this pod love Christmas. Uh, Christmas is the best season of the year. One of us is a Grinch, and uh, we will find out who that is shortly. But Kevin, <laughs> so. Uh, I guess, you know, let's start with you. Top five Christmas songs. I don't have a list necessarily. I do have a number one song to listen to every starting every December 1st. But uh, I guess I'll go on down. Uh, Kevin, let's start with you. All right. Yeah. I I mean, I have my number one. I just have them all on a list. But I do want to give an honorable mention here because it's a very non-traditional Christmas song. So I'd probably catch them flat for it. But Spidey Bells by Chris Pine from the Into the Spider-Verse movie. It's phenomenal. I do like that one. Yeah, It's, uh, it's just good. funny, so I enjoy it. Um, number five, kind of, uh, would actually be the Christmas song by Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello. They just released that this week. Um, it's actually really good. Cute. Get y'all in the feels. Um, you know. And then number four, which is actually not number four to the whole world, um, is All I Want for Christmas is You. All right. Overplayed by, by, by Mariah Carey. Okay, for sure. All right. I was like, there's a couple artists that made that. Let's just see by who. It might be overplayed, but it's fine. It's all right. Also, I <laughs> forgot one more honorable mention Joy to the World by Shamik Moore from Into the Spider Verse as well, that Christmas oh. album. All right. Okay. <laughs> I, I like the Spidey Christmas songs. Uh, come at me. Uh, number three ish um, would be. 
It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Michael Bublé. Ooh, Michael Bublé, a little, little serenade there. Yeah. The Christmas if, style. If I had to pick one Christmas album to listen to for the entire month, it'd be his Christmas album. He is the voice of Christmas. I uh, actually have a whole album as a honorable mention, but I'll let you know who that is later. Frank Sinatra. No, no, not Frank. No, dang. Okay. All right. Not Franek. Like uh, you would say in Polish. <laughs> Number two. You know she had to come into play somehow, some way. Last Christmas by Taylor Swift. Nice. She's on my yeah. list as well. Oh, I love to hear it. Ooh, Christmas Tree Farm. I should have been on there too. That's an honorable mention. Um, <laughs> uh, and number one, this is definitively my number one favorite Christmas song. Nothing will touch it ever, probably. Um, unless Ed Sheeran makes a Christmas album. But it is This Christmas by Chris Brown. This Christmas by Chris Brown. I've, I, but so like the Chris Brown, Chris Brown, like Chris Brown, that Chris yeah. Brown, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the uh, the uh, woman, Chris, Chris the Brown. Hammer Brown, <laughs> yeah, that, um, that one. But this Christmas is actually my favorite Christmas movie as well, and then this is my favorite Christmas song. All right, okay, I gotta listen to it because I don't think I've ever listened to it before. But it's uh, gonna intro this episode, so I mean, oh, all right, I dig it. Heard it. There you go, nice. Um, so uh, Bart. Uh, there is the song from the movie The Grinch, but the cartoon movie The Grinch. Um, it goes, "You're a mean one, Mister Grinch." That's your song. That's that's I your am, top five. I am the nicest guy in the world. So Bart, you are. You absolutely yeah. are. But not, <laughs> not really this month. <laughs> Bart, no winter. Winter is my favorite season. So so you can go snowboarding. I, I mean. Exactly. And like, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Snow is just so soft. It's so white. It's so beautiful. I love the cold. You just wrap yourself in blankets. Well, how do you not like Christmas music? Like it talks about all these things you're talking about right now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it, it annoys me. It's just like, just stop. So Bart, for our secrets... <laughs> on an open fire. No, no. Bart, for our no, Christmas no get together, our secret Santa, a little extravaganza. I want you to literally cover yourself in green paint and show up as the Grinch. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then we're going to play that song, the intro. You, I, I would you have to be paid to do that. So that's... <laughs> you're, you're being paid by your secret Santa gift. <laughs> this is very true as well. One Which I have to spend money for too, by the way. So, oh, I mean, we're probably going to spend more money than you're going to spend on the Sacred Santa gift. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, think I, I, went, I, I did go over the limit. So, oh my god. Well, no, we just set a minimum. We didn't set a maximum. What? Wait. <laughs> yeah, the minimum. Oh, oh yeah, there we you set are. a maximum. No, minimum was no, no, no. Oh, oh no. <sighs> yeah. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, Bart, like even at least like twenty dollars. <laughs> But like you know, you're looking for someone special right now. You know, not like baby, it's cold outside. No, not not none of that. None of that. No, I'm not. I'm not looking for that kind of special. No, no. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, no. No. Okay. No. No cuffing season for me. No. Damn. All right. Well, I guess, <laughs> I, I guess I'll just go into my top five. <laughs> Even though you know what, Bart, we'll get you, Mister Mister Grinch. You're a mean one, by the way. You know what's also the best <laughs> is when you're snowboarding and you like you hit something and you just crash into a pile of snow and it just like hugs you in the face compared to like falling and hitting the concrete. 
unless you're in Wisconsin, then then it's like hitting concrete. But when you just land into like a a fluffy pillow of snow, it's 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 wonderful. Bart, I think you have more of a concern of falling than the average human being. You really do, but right? like honestly. Well, that's only like because it. I fall a lot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need to work on your balance. All right. No, My no, it's five. good. I just okay. I just take a lot of risks. Yeah. Living life on the I edge. like to I like to jump and then try new things and uh, <laughs> by landing and, on your and, face and, instead of your feet and delay Matt's lists. That's those those are some of my favorite things to do. <laughs> those are a few of your favorite things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Bart, it's okay. We'll get you. All new- I want for oh. Christmas is is Matt to be delayed. <laughs> <laughs> so you do like Mariah Carey? It's not overplayed. You play it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh the chuckles oh so funny you're hilarious Mr. thank Rich. you thank you no Mr. thank you <laughs> all right so my top five christmas songs honorable mentions i asked this on twitter people agree with me that it is a christmas song kevin said it's not i'm in the middle i'm on the fence christmas in hollis by run dmc love that song it's amazing um I just, you know, it's an honorable mention because it's on the fence. I don't know whether it's a Christmas song or not. It's on a Christmas album, but whatever. It's fine. My second honorable mention, I don't know if you guys know who Brett Eldridge is. He's a country artist, but his whole Christmas album is absolutely beautiful. It is wonderful. His voice serenades the 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 marshmallows and the, and the hot chocolate out of anybody. I don't know if that's the right term to use, but I just did. Uh, right? No, but, but okay. <laughs> yes, you can have hot chocolate with marshmallows by and then roast chestnuts by the open fire and listen to his album. <laughs> but yeah, make sure, make sure, make sure you go listen to that. But so top five, I guess I only have one definitive number one, but I'll guess I'll start at five, which I just put five. Last Christmas by T Swift, Miss Taylor Swift. Uh, yeah. Song. Uh, this Christmas, but this Christmas by Christina Aguilera. That one, that one's amazing. Uh, number three, again, Kevin, you know, same. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas by Michael Bublé. Ooh, we are twinning hard. We love but number two, number two gets you in the mood uh, for like anything. For like, it gets you in the mood for Christmas tequila shots. And that song is Feliz Navidad by my boy Jose Feliciano. Ooh. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Yeah. We're going to kick you off our Christmas party with that. <laughs> Tequila shots and Feliz Navidad. Prosperos año feliz I am not. I am not taking tequila. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. There is a no go. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. Bart. Hey. No, I I have. Bart, no, wait. I'm not up. doing Bart. tequila. Bart. Yeah. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas from the bottom of my heart. That's all I got for you. Um, and then number one. This will be my always number one. I have, I actually bought my, this is my first ever Christmas album that I've ever bought from Best Buy when I was like 12. Um, and I bought it again when I got my first car at 18 because I lost the first one. In um, Sync, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Love that song. Uh, it is like the number one Christmas Ooh. song on my list. Always. I'm upset that I didn't think about that one because I love that one. I play it several times every season. I haven't played it this year yet, though. I'm How dare you? This podcast. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. There you go. Um, and that that's one you can play after Christmas Day too. You can. You can. You can. You can. Play you up totally through can. New Year's. So, Hundo P. 
Hondo P, as the young kids would say it. I've only um, ever heard you say that, so I don't know about okay. young kids. Hondo P is... And you're also the oldest one on this podcast. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, damn. All right. Um, I guess we go from Christmas songs to the NBA. It's a horrible transition, but we can talk about that. But they have Christmas Day games. They do have Christmas Day games, but not to start off their season, but it's fine. We can I talk mean, it's about close Christmas enough. Day. They start the 22nd. Well, I guess before we talk about that, let's talk about, like, I guess the biggest trade that happened. I did say that Bradley Beal was going to have some problems this year. Uh, he might have a problem in his hands because I think the Washington Wizards are going to have to find two basketballs to play with because Mr. Russell Westbrook is on the team. Uh, Russ will and... take that second basketball, too. Yep. No I have... are safe. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. Like, who are we kidding? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Bradley Beal's going to have some issues, but the trade I'm alluding to, obviously, Russell Wilson's going to Washington in exchange for John Wall. John Wall's going to Houston. I believe Houston wins this all day. John Wall is a better distributor of the ball than Russell Westbrook is. Uh, James Harden's going to have a phenomenal season with him back there. By the way, James Harden, uh, did you all see him partying in Vegas? Yeah, not Mas- showing up to training camp. A maskless at strip yeah. clubs. Yeah, and the clubs. Cool, James Harden, mo. Um, <laughs> yeah, he said he doesn't know when he's going to report to training camp. He just said he'd be there soon, hopefully after a two-week quarantine period. Like uh-huh. he really doesn't want to beat Houston, but like I don't understand. Now he should have a good reason yeah, to. Like, but now that they have a new coach, they have John instead of Russ. They also got a first-round pick for next year. Yeah, so absolutely. Us, which is a big deal because the Wizards aren't going to be good. So that's going to probably be a lottery pick. Like, why would you not want to be there? I'm just confused. It's, it's not protected? No. No, not from so. not. Yeah, not from what <laughs> I mean. uh, Yeah. Uh, that's fantastic. Uh, and Russ changes number. Russ is now number four. Wait, what? Ooh. Russ is now number four. He's uh, no, is, no longer agent zero. Uh. Yeah, isn't that because uh, Gilbert Arenas' jerseys retired there? I have no idea. You're probably correct. I, that's what I was wondering, too. Um, <laughs> but there you go. Spicy. Or maybe he wanted to change the amount of times he actually cares about his teammates from zero in a season to four times in a season. I Also, maybe I, I maybe he's acknowledging the amount of other teammates that he has on the court with oh, him. May- I don't know. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. yeah, he has four other teammates there. But, wow. But, yeah. but Lord help Bart, that that's, that's some growth. That <laughs> Look at me coming out on the court. He's not passing the sits man because that's not on his jersey. Uh, that's okay. Well, you tried. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, I think that Bradley Beal is going to want out super fast. Um, he, he's already wanted out for two years. So <laughs> I, this, this should just speed up the process. Bradley Beal did play for B- Billy Donovan at Florida. Um, he can Ooh. come to the Bulls uh, any, any uh, time. Okay, any time so I Bulls. pitched that idea to y'all several times. And you're like, no, he can't come here. Did, when did you do that? What? Huh? Several times. I, All the s- times. Several times times zero. Leading up to the draft. Zero. <laughs> Go back and listen to previous episodes because I definitely said it. If I didn't, I meant to say it. I will tell you that for sure. Uh, no, I've always been big on the Bradley Beal to LA to the Lakers train, but with the moves he's definitely not going there now. Yeah, with the moves they made in free agency, I don't think that could happen um, unless they trade Kuzma and someone else. But 
I mean, he he should go to the Bulls. I think the he, Bulls. he Bulls. Let's do it. I think I think a good spot for him to go would actually be to Miami. Trade. I know they just re-signed Warren Dragic, but trade Dragic there if I can say his name and Duncan Robinson for Bradley Beal. Well, Dragic Dragic is still. He's he's a one. He's not a two guard like Beal is. Uh, he plays both. Um, and Russ, I mean, Russ don't have the ball anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but that way you would have Tyler Hero being the starting point guard. Then you'd have Beal at two, Butler at three, uh, uh, Bam at five. That team would be filthy. They'd be back in the finals. I think they have a chance to go back to the finals either way. But, I mean... I don't know. That team's just full of hard workers. But at the same time, like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'd love him to go to the Bulls. If he doesn't, I'd, I'd, I'd want to see how Zach Levine develops anyway, uh, playing back there with Kobe White. Um, I, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Otto Porter's out there partying, probably with James Harden. He's pouring champagne down his girl's throats. <sighs> Waiting for a joke. Oh, that that's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> nope. We can leave nope. it at that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Moving on. Moving on to the Christmas. Said. Yes. <laughs> Moving on to the Christmas Day games. I guess we could, we could talk about. Um, okay. So there's five of them. The season officially starts the 22nd. Kevin, do you know what game that is? Because I really don't know. Because I only know the five games that I'm talking about right now. <laughs> uh, I know that the Clippers and the Lakers kicked off that day. Oh, nice. Okay. So that's there you all go. I know. Montrezl Hero revenge game, I guess you could say. Yeah. I don't know what he has revenge for, but whatever. Uh, um, for okay. the Clippers disrespecting him? Well, I mean, he he literally, I feel like he just wanted to go to the Lakers. That's well, no, all. the Clippers weren't going to offer him money. So no. like, I don't think they offered him a contract at all. So, And then the Clippers were upset that he didn't sign with them. So Pat Beverly was Pat Beverly was pretty upset. So that's going to yeah. be a fun Christmas day. Uh, Christmas day the twenty on the twenty second. There you go, fun opener. But five games: the Pelicans versus the Heat. So little Zion versus uh, versus uh, J Jimmy Butler. Uh, Warriors versus the Bucks. That's a good slate. The Nets and the Celtics. That's pretty good too. You know, it's pretty nice. Kyrie against his old team. Are the uh, the Warriors actually healthy this year? Uh, Clay Thompson tore his Achilles, oh, right. so not necessarily, but I think they'll be fine for now, as long as Steph stays healthy, because they still have Andrew Wiggins, uh, Kelly Oubre was traded there, uh, James Wiseman, and then Draymond Green, so that's pretty healthy starting five, so I would say, but we'll see how that goes. The Mavs against the Lakers, that's going to be amazing. Oh, I'm so excited great. for that one. I'm yeah, Absolutely. Luke I'm super... LeBron. I'm super excited to watch my early season MVP pick, Luka Doncic, uh, run all over uh, the Lakers. Yeah, that's not um, going to happen. <laughs> I think he's going to have a fun time guarding LeBron. LeBron's only getting older, so who knows? Maybe Luka can run with him. <laughs> and LeBron was should have won an MVP last year. He got robbed. Um, so, you know, it's fine. It's okay. Giannis deserves it. Um or did he? I don't know. And then the Clippers and the Nuggets. That's I mean, okay. That's fine. The Nuggets. Well, I mean, it's a rematch of that second round matchup where the Clippers choked. Um, obviously, the NBA won reward Nuggets fans with giving them three one 
um, Blownly jokes on Christmas yeah. Day. Right. Even Paul George, Paul George uh, <laughs> criticized Doc Rivers for that, too. Yeah. And now Doc the, Rivers the came back out and said, uh, we all need to take accountability. Paul, Mr. Paul George. Literally, I th- I still feel like PG built for that team, but I don't know. He said all- he wants to retire there. He can retire there all he wants. He should be on the bench. <laughs> playoff <laughs> he could be P, there isn't that what he called himself? Playoff yeah. P. Yeah. He could he could be playoff P six man of the playoffs. Yeah, the he uh, should have chose the right LA team to go play for. I think he would have done well with the Lakers and LeBron. That is his main, literally his main problem. Uh, he just didn't choose the right team to go to. Yep. And I don't know. Kawhi is a lot better when he's a center of attention, meaning that when he's like the focal point of the team, when he's the best player on the team, like there can be a number two, but not a not a player like Paul George. Kawhi is a lot better. So that's just how I feel. Um, and yeah. The Nuggets do have pretty sick uh, Christmas, not Christmas Day jerseys, the City Edition jerseys. We can talk about those, too. Um, my favorite, personal favorite, are probably Charlotte's. Just, I don't know, just because. I just like them. I like the light blue color scheme. Right. Utah's are pretty cool. Um, I don't know. But let's hear yours, guys. Barry, you can go first. I love the Denver one. The- the, the Denver one is really cool. Uh, and uh, the Miami Heat, I love that. It's uh, That's probably my favorite. Look at it. Uh, one more time. If I can find it. <laughs> it's like Vice Vice City, but like yeah. Vice Vice yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. Goes from, from pink to blue. It's, it's really cool. I love the lettering, too. That court's going to be sick as hell, too. That's going to be yep. amazing. Yep. Um, I like the MLK ones just because the cultural significance from Atlanta. Um, they don't stand out or anything. They're just cool meeting. Um, I, I got to agree with Bart here. Uh, I love the Denver ones. I think they did really well with the red there. Um, I love Miami's. I actually really like Houston's as well. The baby blue. It's Is actually, it just because of the color that you like it? Because I, I hate it. Uh, well, it's a Houston Oilers throwback. So they brought in the NFL reference, so that was cool. And then I do like the baby blue because, you know, the Cardinals brought back the powder blue look. The Lakers have the powder blue bu- powder blue look coming back. Um, I'm a fan of it. Uh, one very underrated jersey. I think Bart actually mentioned this as well before we started recording, but the Memphis ones, I really like the Memphis ones. Yeah, those are great. Big fan. My um, underrated one is San Antonio's. I, I love it. Um, if they just went back to the original where like it just had the original Spurs font, I'd like it a lot. But I do like that like late 90s fast food restaurant cup color scheme, if you guys know what I'm talking yep. about. Yep, I know what you're talking about. Um, I would say that out of all of these, if I had to buy one jersey, I'm going with the Trailblazers. I'm going with Portland's. Oh, you mean Oregon's? Yeah, Oregon. <laughs> that is I where re- Portland's located. <laughs> I I really like the the Phoenix Sun one too. I think it's like simple, but the it has like the um, the sunset ish kind of on it. You know? Yeah, it's that like eight bit. Um, yeah, sunset. yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty cool. And then the valley. I mean. Arizona jerseys, this uh, for for the NHL and the NBA, real good. Sick. Yeah, They're they, coming they for both, those fans. They both added the purple aspect into it, some one way or another. So yeah. I, like, 
I like it a lot. Um, yeah, my yeah. I so I guess I guess we have to talk about it since we're from here. But I don't know. Like the Bulls one is is okay. They could have done a lot better, but it's not the worst one that I've ever seen. I I like it. It's not my favorite, but I like it. The font, the homage to United Center font inside. What's what's inside the the architecture, the theater look. I like it a lot. It's dope. I'd buy it. Why not? I honestly okay. hate it. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't buy it. I would throw up on that before I ever bought it. Um, wow, there's worse jerseys out there, sir. There there's are. Worse. There are indeed. Like New York Knicks. Like I hate the Knicks. They're terrible. I actually liked Sacramento's, but I hate the fact that it says Sacktown on it. So Sacktown. Sacktown. All right. That's what makes the jersey, bro. Uh, I don't want anything that says Sacktown on it. Um, personal sure? preference. I like. <laughs> I don't like Washington's. Um, I I don't like Detroit's either. Detroit's is like, it looks like a practice jersey. Uh, so does New Orleans. Yeah. And Milwaukee's. Right. The Clippers one is just kind of like. It's uh, exactly the They same had that one year. last year. Yeah. Um, when I see the Pacers jersey, uh, all I can think about is Ron Artest's, like, I guess, the Malice, the Palace, when he just went up and just beat the shit out of fans. <laughs> That's all I can think about, because they were wearing those jerseys that night against the Pistons. Were they and really? They were. I like them, though. They're, they're, they're decent. Yeah, I like the throwback aspect to it. I also like the Warriors throwback to the Baron Davis days. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize. Baron, I forgot Baron Davis was on was – on, uh, I was going to say Oakland because that's what the jersey says, but on the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Totally forgot that. How do you all feel about so, uh, the Brooklyn Nets? Uh, let me scroll back up there. Uh, hold on. I think it's kind of cool. I, I, I really like the sides. Um, and then, I mean, the lettering is – it's kind of dope too, honestly, in my opinion. But I think it's a really unique aspect and it's kind of cool. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know. I think it'd be a I really cool I, I feel like I feel like I that's like like it as a jersey. That's like an artist from New York that like drew up something for him. I believe I think that's what it is. So I don't know. It's not my first choice. Cleveland's a stupid though. I could say that. <laughs> and then Boston's is just way too simple. Apparently, it's. And uh, it's to honor their uh, what's it called? Their practices, their practices, and their championship banners. It looks like a banner. It looks like banner banner font. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about Boston's, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's literally their banner font. Um, so how do you feel about did, Dallas? Uh, the Dallas. They one. they should have done the spacing on the jersey differently. I like the concept of white and gold, but I don't. They missed on it. It's their 10th anniversary of the 2011 championship, so that's why they're doing the gold, I guess you could say. But um, I don't know why they chose to honor it using a jersey. They could have just brought Dirk Nowitzki back for a night when the fans were allowed again, and that could have been fine. <laughs> it kind of like reminds me of like getting like a gold pack in like the oh, – what are they called? Um Y'all know what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> On like, are you talking show? about Ultimate Team? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I don't know how that reminds you of that, but okay. <laughs> I, I I'm not really sure either. Like I I love it and hate it at the same time. You know, it's like I don't know. It's 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 kind of really cool, but kind of not. 
I like the gray accents to it, and I think it had a lot of potential, but they missed on it. So, I mean, the gold is pretty cool. I don't know. I like it. You know what? I'm going for it. I really like it. Not bad. It's cool. I like I mean, it a lot. I think they should have done better, but it is still good. I don't, I feel like it'd be like 13 on the top 30 for me. <laughs> top 30. There's only 30. There's not Are they going to wear these on Christmas Day since the NBA is not <laughs> 13 on top 30? Uh, are they. Are they going to wear these on Christmas Day since they're not even Christmas Day jerseys? Uh, no, the team's going to choose which one they wear um, with their four jerseys, which also I just want to bring up since Nike took over and they stopped doing Christmas Day jerseys. I think that was the worst decision ever. Christmas I love, jerseys I love my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love those jerseys. They were great. Um, okay. But speaking of a sport that's not going to play on Christmas Day, or I mean, not anytime soon, the NHL, like I said, <laughs> like I mentioned before, uh, is definitely not starting by, by the even by even the new year. Um, it'd be cool. It'd be dope if they had some outdoor games going, but uh, that's just not going to happen either. Uh, Bart, you wanted to speak about this? Speak your, speak your facts, son. Yeah. So the the NHLPA and the owners they came to a, a three year agreement right over the summer that was before the whole playoff bubble uh, went on. Playoff bubble went went really great. It was it was handled really really well. Um, everyone was really happy about it. And um, but now that we're looking towards the season to start, the owners are starting to pull out a little bit. They don't. They they want more money from the players, um, and they're they're willing to cut the games from from sixty sixty five to forty eight, which is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, like that's almost half a season. That's dumb. Yeah, and so. And so, obviously, the NHLPA is like, yo, like we agreed to this, you know, before before the playoffs. Why are you backing out on this now? I mean, obviously, the owners have have all the power in in the world in the NHL. Um, you know, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the, the players, they, they, they do want to play. Obviously, looking at baseball, baseball lost a lot of money from uh, not having fans in the stands. Uh, and, and, and NHL, they do rely on ticket sales a lot too. So that's, that's, that's the big issue here. And then obviously the teams in Canada, you're still going to have to quarantine for two weeks when you go to Canada. So that's, that's obviously going to be an issue. They're, they're very likely to, to, to do a, a Canadian division this year. Um, but how many teams are actually in Canada? Six, right? Seven. <sighs> Toronto, it's Montreal, Toronto. Ottawa, Winnipeg, Vancouver, Edmonton, Calgary. Seven. Seven. Yeah, teams. seven. How yeah. are you going to have seven teams play each other over and over again for 48 games, if that's the uh, case? Six times a piece. Yeah, that's that's a. <laughs> you well, see, there's a problem seven, there. You know how much bad I I understand that, but that's going to be a lot of bad blood between players because they're going to go at each other so often, and there's going to be more fights than not in those series. But oh, yeah, that's in those series, I yeah, I don't. I I, I haven't really read about how how they're going to do all of that. But if if because the, the Canadian teams they'll be able to come to the U.S. to to play 
pretty much easily. They, they won't have to quarantine as long. It's also going to be interesting what they do with California because California is kind of locking it down too. Uh, Everyone can but, just go play in Florida and Texas. Just go back and forth between those two states. Well, they, they, they don't, they don't want to do bubbles. Uh, they might, they might move some of the California teams to like uh, Arizona, but I don't know. <sighs> Either way, it's the, the the fact that the owners are the ones that are going to be d- delaying this season is just really sad. Like I understand looking at baseball, how much money they lost. They obviously don't want to lose the same money. They were hoping that fans would be back uh, in the arenas, but I mean, come on, let's let's all because of some escrow. Yeah, I mean, Batman can literally he has the power like Manfred does. Like, hey. We're gonna play. We're gonna play this many seasons, no. this many games. No, uh, Bat- Batman is the one that told the owners to take this deal. Uh. yeah. Well, yeah, no, the, but the commissioner the can always won't... implement a season, though, for any sport. Uh, the, if the owners don't want their team to play, they're not going to play. Yeah. Well, right. I see. No, no, no. I know. I know what you're saying. But the thing is that with or without that team, Batman can still step in and be well, like, "Hey, no, we're gonna have no, nope." The the Batman. That's that's how that's how uh, sports leagues work. Like it's just like the NFL. They own Roger Goodell. So obviously, Matt, Roger the Goodell is always the one that looks bad. But it's the owners that are forcing him into these decisions. Yeah, one hundred percent. So Matt, you're confused with the fact that Manfred did this with baseball. He said there's going to be season one way or another. That's because baseball hadn't agreed on a new CBA yet. They were operating off the old one, and he's like, "Hey, you signed this, so you're playing." Oh, you are correct. That's my bad, my B, my B guys. NHL signed the new (laughs) CBA, and players are like, "Yeah, we're not freaking playing if you want more money." And And they just signed it before uh, before the bubble, right? Yeah, they signed it to go to the bubble, so it's new, and the players gave up more money to make it happen because they were nice, and now the owners are like, "Oh, we'll take more money," um, which is not cool. Another whole issue to this <laughs> Which is, is not, well, not cool. Not cool. <laughs> a whole not other cool issue well. to this is owners are actually like trying to figure out ways to get fans into games now, and they're going to try to do outdoor games. Like the LA Kings are even considering doing outdoor games. But the, didn't Batman shut that idea down already? Or am I wrong? No, I, I, I think I it's believe. still yeah, yeah. It's still. Up, I mean, it's going to be up, up to teams air. where they want to play. It's their stadium, so to speak. So. That would get the owners' money coming in if they're playing outdoor games. So, I mean, the owners need chill. Players should not give up any more money than they already do because it's already absurd amount. Yeah, I mean, you, you you're gonna be on the player side. I th- I think I am too in this yeah. case. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely understand where the owners are coming from because they were assuming that fans would be in the arenas by this time, but still, you you made an agreement and now just because you have, you have the power to do so, you're just going to pull out of it. It's just, uh, it's just, it's just not fair. I mean, there will be fans allowed at some point. I, my guess would be by April or March, May, there would be that fans, is, but that's just wait towards late. the end of the season. Right. Yes, absolutely. You are absolutely correct. But I'm just saying like, whether it be, I'm pretty sure by then there's probably going to be half capacity by places depending on where the vaccine goes how it's distributed all that kind of good stuff so 
I, I also think it's ironic that like the the teams really looking at outdoor games are ones in California. And like, Boston. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like the, the, the California teams and then Boston and I think Pittsburgh. I Which just they'd I, be able to pull that off to a certain extent. I think they'd have to use MLB stadiums. I would assume. Well, yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like California, they don't really have the weather for it. Yeah, I right. Mean, they did have 75 uh, they, there right now. Like, yeah, the ice. Well, has, they did like, have uh, the stadium series game. Yeah, they had but, a stadium series game against uh, the the Kings and the and uh, the Ducks there. But that's year. in February, which is their coldest month of the year, and you're just hoping that the weather is below 56 degrees for a single day. It was it now was 68 degrees that day in California. Well, <laughs> yeah, but like the idea is hopefully 56 because the ice will maintain well enough. Otherwise, it's going to be compromised and not be good. But now you're saying for four months, the weather has to be good enough to maintain ice for a three-hour game. Like, and that doesn't include warm-ups. So six hours, you need viable ice. That's not going to happen in California. I mean, right, that and like the, the fact that it might rain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they don't rain in California. I, That's why they have. I've been year. right. I've been to a, 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 a winter classic, the one against the Hawks and Blues, where it did rain, and that was absolutely horrendous. That Surprisingly, was bad, the but... ice held up decently that game. I was it surprised. did, it but did. there were puddles like all over. There was yeah. puddles all over the place, and it was bad. But it was um, actually good yeah. because the Hawks lost four to one. Well, yep. I remember we did. scored the first goal, and then and then Vladdy stuck you up your holes. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I guess you could say that <laughs> stuck you up your holes. Um, uh, Corey Crawford's fifth hole, to be exact. Oh, Crawford is horrible. <laughs> oh, so bad, so bad. Pretty sure Roosevelt was still on the team then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was bad too. He had oh, that was horrible. Anyway, all right, moving on. NFL. So, I, I guess. Uh, yesterday, I don't know if you guys caught the the ending of the Raiders Jets game. The Jets were winning that whole game. Things um, they've never heard before. Right, absolutely. <laughs> the Raiders on the final drive were driving. Um, the Jets had a very good defensive game. Again, things you've probably never heard before, or this season at least. <sighs> Greg Williams, someone someone buzzed from upstairs, and he's like. You better do that Madden play where they blitz eight people, and then we know that the Raiders are going to throw a Hail Mary. So engage eight. <laughs> this better work. They better. You better let their ass catch the ball, or else we're going to be tied with the Jaguars for that number one pick. Do you hear me? And this man does it, and the Raiders still win, and he still gets fired the next day. Like the Jets don't make any sense at all. That should have been Adam Gase. <laughs> that was horrible. Yeah, I mean, and they almost got ruined their chance to get rid of Trevor Lawrence. Everyone in their organization needs to be gone. Uh, but that is I, that is hilarious. I what I did hear though on the radio today, Bill Cower is actually thinking about making a comeback, and that his interest is in the Jets. That'd be a desirable location for him because Trevor Lawrence is more than for likely going what there. Reason? Yeah, I don't know, man. He has a sweet gig. Uh, CBS pays him five million a year to do his show every Sunday uh, for sixteen weeks. He has a nice place in Central Park, overlooking Central Park. Um. He, his kids are all grown. He's in his 60s. I don't think he realizes this is the stress that today's NFL would put on a person. Um, so. I mean, just just the Jets alone, like that is 
that is as stressful as it can possibly get. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, so but so speaking of the Jets, let's say in the AFC East, they're obviously on so whatever doesn't matter. Uh, Kevin said something controversial today, not really controversial actually. And shut up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> that is that, and he did make a great point. Although the Bills are looking like they might win this game, but who knows? It's still seventeen ten with seven to go in the third quarter. Um, but. Essentially, he made the point of the Patriots still have the chance to win this division. Yeah, they do. Uh, which I guess Bill's ultimate like way to like try to tank didn't just didn't work because he started winning. They're in a two game winning streak now. Actually, the Patriots are six and six. The Dolphins are eight and four, and the Bills are eight and three. Um, if the Bills win, they'd be nine and three. If they lose, they'd be eight and four. So that still gives the Patriots a chance. Kevin didn't make the point that they can still win their division. I, after much thought, I still think they can too, and let that me, would piss a lot of people off. Let me talk to the people. <laughs> let me let me speak this truth. So the Patriots, Hondo <laughs> P. The Patriots were at two and five. I came Undefeated. on this podcast and said, Never lost. Just tank the rest of your season. Lose the games to the Jets because at this point they still had two games against the Jets. I was like, lose your two games to the Jets, you'll get. Trevor Lawrence, I'm all for it. Since then, they've went four and one. Now we're here, six and six. Their last three games of the year is the Jets, Dolphins, and Bills. <laughs> They're going to win those three games. And then it looked I mean, too, too ain't healthy either, <laughs> so I don't know if the Dolphins can win another game. Yeah, I mean, the, the Dolphins, Dolphins are still a tough, tough they team. Are. The They're, Dolphins are two looking, in a row, so. The Dolphins are looking good. But the Dolphins and Bills just need to lose two games, and the Patriots win out, and the Patriots win the division. <laughs> okay. So my well, question is: Let's just see that happens. Are you bringing back Cam next year? Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was very. That was like, uh. Uh, yeah. To be honest, yes, but pay him the same amount of money. He's the backup. He's not our starter. But he's not going to want that money, dude. You know uh, that. He he's, wants. He's, he's going to want to have more. No, he's, he's going to have on a resume. If he, if, if that happens, Kevin Cam will be on such like, I made it to the playoffs with the Patriots with Bill Belichick. Uh, it wasn't, you know, except Bill, his Bill needed Tom. Tom didn't need Bill. I proved him that he needed Matt. Cam. Cam was the one that Matt. won the uh, won the Matt. AFC East. Patriots <laughs> are not going to the Matthew. Super Bowl, that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cam is literally one interception away from being cut and never being in the NFL again. So he's been really bad this year. I know. He, yeah. He's not making more than $1.75 million next year. He doesn't make that much this year. So he's going to come back to the backup next year, calling it now. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just in this scenario where Patriots went out, the dolphins and bills can only lose one game, not to the Patriots for the rest of the season. That's pressure because you know the second that the now that the Patriots are on a winning streak, it's not going to stop. Their defense hits looking good now. Their special teams looks good. Their offensive line suddenly looks good. James White's healthy again. Uh, Bills play the Broncos. Which, yeah, they might not even have a quarterback next week. Who knows? Who knows if they decided not to go strip clubs with James Harden? They might get the COVID, <laughs> too, again. <laughs> the COVID. So, so, in our in all reality, the Patriots are probably winning, winning out. 
I give the Patriots a 75% chance to win this division, make the playoffs. Ruin all NFL fans' hopes and dreams of seeing the Patriots dethroned as a dynasty. And y'all can go cry yourself asleep tonight. But at the same time, like, would they, but even if they make the playoffs, like, are you thinking about who they have to play? The Steelers, the Browns, the, the Browns possibly. I mean, okay, uh, no, no, no. Before we get to the playoffs, let's, <laughs> whoa, let's, let's hold your horses there. Okay. They play the Rams next week, they're losing that game. Uh, <laughs> no, no. I would say so too, but then there's Kevin being the optimist that he is. All right, the Rams. The Rams are looking really good. They're on top of the, they're on top of the NFC West right now, which yeah, is probably the toughest division. Uh, but you forget that they played against each other in the Super Bowl a couple years ago when the Rams looked phenomenal and their offense was unstoppable. And Bill Belichick's like, hey, you know what? We know how to they also them. had Tom Brady, an offensive line, and uh, a pretty solid running game. They yeah. have a solid. Damian Harris has came into his own now. He's had, I think, over. Who's, who's throwing the ball? Who's throwing uh, the ball? Superman. Uh, so, well, he's not throwing it. He's running it. Yeah, he's, he he's running <laughs> he it. Can't throw it. Um, his shoulders torn to pieces. It's torn to shreds. Yeah. So you legit have three of the toughest games to play the next. What do you three mean weeks? three of the toughest games to play? We're not playing the Bills, Chiefs. Dolphins. Play. Okay, no, I'm saying we're not playing you, the you have. We're not you, playing the. I would put the Browns above the I mean, Dolphins or the, the Bills. The, the Bills still have the best best defense of that division. Let's just not get it twisted. They they uh, do. They do. Uh, how many shutouts do the Bills have? I, I why I who has a better <laughs> record? They're nine and three. Okay, like let's just <laughs> let's not let's not kill, get carried away here. Also, the Steelers. Clearly aren't that good because they they lost the Washington football team. So, um, but no, that you, the Rams, Dolphins, and Bills that those are three tough games. I I don't like they would be lucky if they won two of them. All right, let's move on to the uh, AFC North because I actually want to talk about that. I believe that the Steelers are way worse than their record says they are. I understand that they lost. I don't the think eight. they're way worse. Uh, well, not way worse, but the worst, just worse in general because the, all their wins are close. Um, they did lose today. They are 11-1. Okay, let's get that out of the way. They're in first place. But I I, I do think that they're very vulnerable. Um, do you think they, the Browns are better? I do not, but I do think that the Browns are better team than they were before, and the Browns do find ways to win. So, so. I think the Browns are better than the Steelers. Okay, well, here please we go. explain. Let me let me tell he you. All, he, Kevin also thinks the Patriots can win their division. Well, because they can. <laughs> that one's factual. This one, not so much. But no, they have that two-headed running attack with uh, Chubb and Hunt which makes defenses wary and they're packing the box. They hunt for chubs. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, I'm about to go change my fancy team name. Um, that is really good. Hunt for like chubs. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's just end the show there. I, I don't want to keep going. Oh, oh that was good. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think it's going to get much better than that. Yeah, we are going to, we are going to trademark that slogan. That is, that <laughs> Inside is the, the mind is hunt show. for chubs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not doing that. The Browns are doing that. Um, oh, you're right. Yeah. But, <laughs> we're, not, we're definitely not doing that. None of that nonsense. Uh, but no. So I think with that, with the two-headed running attack, that's making other defenses wary. And now it allows the Browns to be more creative and do these trick plays with Jarvis Landry running jet options and throwing the ball, um, which he used to play quarterback. So he can sling it. 
He actually has the best passer rating in the NFL this season. Um, Baker Mayfield now has his confidence. You saw what he was cooking this weekend. He has a swagger, and that's what Baker isn't it funny? Year and a half, he just needs his swagger back, right? Isn't it funny how he's a lot better without OBJ out there? Uh, yeah, because somebody's not stealing his swagger. I just, uh, I don't know, man. So Baker found his swagger again. The Browns' defense is getting turnovers again, which is their key. Denzel Ward is a ball hawk. Miles Garrett is Miles Garrett (laughs) nightmare for quarterbacks and offensive lines. Um, they have a couple other pieces that are tied. I think they were, they were at one point or last week, uh, they were tied for the lead league in sacks. So, So, I mean, their defense is good. Their offensive line is surprisingly good. Their running tact is better than the Steelers. Jarvis Landry is in a rhythm right now. Baker has a swagger. I think, especially with the moral morale damage that's going to be taken from losing to a team without a name that the Steelers just witnessed, uh, I think the Browns are going to somehow miraculously, magically win this division. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'd go that far. I just, I don't know if I can trust the Browns yet. I mean, they're, when, when you look at their schedule, I mean, they, they have some good wins, but they also have some really bad losses. I mean, their first game against the Steelers, they lost 38 to seven, obviously it's later in the season. So, uh, as you said, I do, I do think they have some momentum going for them, but they lost to Vegas 16 to six. That is ugly. They just barely beat the Houston Texans 10 to seven, which that that was an ugly weather game, but still no, no like, I was going to notice that whatever. Okay. Go on. What? I was like, that was ugly. You were like, that was ugly. And I was like, so are you. Just kidding. You're not. Bart is but go beautiful. On. So Bart is beautiful, mouth. man. I'm sorry. And he's single, this. ladies. Just hit him up. Slide in his DMs. Because he won't do it. He's too lazy. Anyways, moving on. Uh, they play the Baltimore Ravens next week, though. That's that's going to be a huge game. Like I, I mean, now that now that the Ravens are off the COVID list and they don't have to put the practice squad out there. I uh, I think that's going to be a really, really tough game, but I, I mean, you might be right though. This might be, uh, what was it? Was it last year where, where, uh, uh, the Browns had to beat the Steelers to get into the the playoffs and they just, yeah, or no, the Steelers had oh, no, that to was, lose that was two years ago, right? No, I oh, yeah, 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 you're right. You're the Steelers, right. Had the a, Steelers were really, like, beaten up last year. So Yeah, so the Browns were, like, sitting on their field after their game, watching the Steelers game on the Jumbotron, and then didn't make the playoffs. And they play them week 17 now. That game, That's not you major. might be right, but – um, Y'all, if I'm I, I right just, about the Browns winning the division, I'm throwing a parade for myself. Well, so here's the thing. Here's where I think. Okay, here's here's the thing. I think that the Steelers only have one easy win left, um, and that's the Bengals. I mean, everybody wins against the Bengals. Uh, but besides two team, besides two teams, apparently. But whatever. <laughs> they have the Bills left. They have the Bengals, then the Colts, and then the Browns. Uh, that's a tough, tough remaining schedule besides the Bengals. So I don't know. I, I think they have one more easy win. They might lose to the last three out of four, the Steelers can. So Kevin, again, does make a point. But at the same time, it's still the Browns. Um, we can't take them seriously because they're they're, they're the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> so Also, when I lot. said that we should talk about this division today, I fully assumed that the Steelers are going to win today against Washington. 
and that we were just going to be talking about how the Ravens took such a giant step back and how the Browns are actually looking like a good team. And we still don't know who's going to win the NFC East. That's just insane. <laughs> uh, we're not talking. We're, they're not a real football division. We're not talking about them. <laughs> are are the well, Giants? Well, so one thing, one thing. Really the Giants good are going at to being free. bad, or no, are they really bad. bad at being? Good? <laughs> the thing is, the Giants are improving. <laughs> they're just bad, but, at being bad. <laughs> and they're bad at right. Exactly, the Giants are improving. They really shouldn't be winning the division with the record that they're at. But I mean, it's just you know they're lucky. So here we are. Um, I will say though, what are you going to do? What are the Eagles going to do with Carson Wentz? Like he, they owe him a hundred million dollars. Uh, like he's uh, obviously not playing for the rest of the season. They're going to pay Carson Wentz a lot of money to uh, keep Jalen Hurts' seat warm. That's just insane to me. Like that Wait, is abs- how many years y'all watch- left? He well, I don't. I mean, like Three, he he's, he's, he's definitely owed a hundred million dollars uh, wow. around that time. Ninety nine point something million dollars. Bart, look that up while I make this comment. Did you all see Jalen Hurts play? He like, is great. He, he's he, good. Was not great, but he's pretty good. passes, fourth and 18. He scrambles outside the pocket, puts a dime into whoever's hands that was for that touchdown. Like, the team responded well. He, they were electric. They had some life in them. Jalen Hurts looked good. He could scramble better than Wentz can. He's a little bit faster. Not as durable as Wentz, or, well, as durable as Wentz should be. He gets hurt too much. And, I mean, I, I think Hurts is the truth. I wanted the Patriots to draft him, but – the Eagles went and took him in the second round for some reason, but now we know the reason. So, I mean, I think Hertz is going to be their starter the rest of the year and going into the future. Oh, no, he's definitely their starter. I mean, but Doug Peterson's also going to get fired. So, yeah. um, we might see, hey, 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 we might see Lincoln Riley, his old college coach, come into the NFL. Jalen Hurts is starting, you know, he's going to be the starter in Philadelphia. Things are getting spicy. Spicier so, than the Carolina Reaper. So Carson Wentz signed a four-year deal, $128 million, and he just signed it. It's, it's through <laughs> 2024. It. <laughs> oh, boy. All right, Eagles. Uh, oh, I wasn't going to man. take that trade either. I mean, nope. actually, there is one team that's stupid enough to take that trade. Actually, there's two teams. Dallas. Okay. If they and. if they don't sign Dak, that's a Jerry Jones thing. That yes, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. The other one, because they just want to keep being bad. They're going to trade their first overall pick to bring Carson Wentz. The Jets. That's a hundred percent Jets thing to do. I don't think the Jets are that dumb. It's. I mean, that is what? that is like you a first round pick, a first round pick. But here's first gonna be overall, no, 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 first overall pick. Yeah, first overall pick. Yeah, but they're going right. to be like. Just three years ago, he was a front runner for the MVP before he got hurt, and then Tom Brady won it, and then he took the Eagles to the playoffs. Like he's still good; he's just in a bad system, just like Sam Darnold was in a bad system here. Yeah, he but that's also even... the Bears' way of thinking as to why they. Ooh, what did the Bears do? It? To... Shut up! No, we're not. No, <laughs> shut. No, ah. what do we have left to trade? Khalil Mack. Nothing. <laughs> no. No, not for Carson Wentz. I would Here. shit my pants. I would literally. I think I would start a protest outside of Hallis Hall. Yo, I would, would go you there. A twenty-four hour live stream of me laughing nonstop. Oh my god! I don't. Anyway. All oh right. man. Oh, uh, what are what other divisions you want to talk about? Oh yeah, the NFC West. The 
arguably best division in football, hands down. Yeah, Hundo P. The Seahawks are taking a step back. They were so good to start now. Like, and Russell Wilson is no longer in the conversation for MVP, by the way. Uh, nope. He, the last three weeks, he uh, swan-dived out of the discussion. Seattle, yeah, Seattle's Cook. defense is so bad. Uh, I think Patrick Mahomes is going to run away with the MVP. No, so yeah. speaking of the MVP or race, Aaron you, know, Bart, you are totally wrong. I'm sorry. You're horribly wrong because – for the running back, for the running back to win it, they'd have to have an Adrian Peterson type season. And after an, after the ACL tear, and uh, Dalvin Cook ain't having that type of season, man. I understand where you're coming from, but it's a quarterback trophy. Well, way. okay. I mean, I just I kind of said it jokingly, but um, I <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's <laughs> Mahomes is just he's so good. It's you just expect him to be like that like it's just like a normal game for him is just like 340 yards with like four tds it's not even fair do you guys want to hear a name in the mvp race that'll piss all of us off and he probably might aaron he rogers. has a good chance aaron rogers yep. aaron rogers he's first in the nfl in touchdown passes and qbr mahomes has the edge over him in completion percentage with almost 80 percent. that's that's fucking insane that is absolutely insane eight out of ten passes this man hits that's crazy that's crazy. And he like he throws they, it like fifty times a game. Oh my god, that is like, yeah. it is crazy. Whatever Matt Lafleur and I can't remember their offensive coordinator's name right now. Um, he used to be the coordinator in Jacksonville, but like whatever they planned this year has been working phenomenally. Um, well, they planned to piss Aaron Rodgers off, and that's how you get him going. Well, that's the problem. He's not mad. He's out there having fun every game, which is arguably the same thing with Tom Brady. You know you mess up when Tom Brady's really pissed off or when he's having fun. You know you're going to lose if either of those things are true. And well, same things with Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers out there having fun right now. You can't let them have fun. Could they use another wide receiver? Yeah, because Devontae Adams is, like, receiving 150 yards a game. He, it's they don't need insane. another receiver, though. Like, no well, yeah, but I mean, who they really have? Alan Lazard and then Equinemius St. Brown and then some guy named from from, from <laughs> Scaling. Tanyan and <laughs> I mean, the one thing about the Packers is that they make their late-round picks work uh, and work very well. Aaron Jones, I mean, uh, the what's his first name? Williams. He's the second running back on that team. Uh, Lazar Williams. Yeah. Uh, fuck. I mean, Bob Tanyan. Like, who, who the hell's heard of that name? Alan Lazard. Who's out? Like, Aaron Rodgers just makes him look so good. So, yeah. Big Ben's also. I think Big Ben should be considered too. No. Nope. Nope. Uh, he's having nope. a sneaky good season. He really is. He's, he's almost really at three thousand yards. So. Nope. Okay, what's Patrick Mahomes at, like, 9,000 yards? Okay. No. Well, but, <laughs> yeah, anyway. And then the only running back, and then the running back, I think Derrick Henry oh, over Dalvin Cook. Uh, oh, after on. Derrick Henry's oh. game last night, no. Um, I would But if, we were, if I were to mention a running back, it'd be him. There's another okay, running well, back. Okay, well, Dalvin Cook also played less games. Ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I can't remember. There's another running back that's doing off this year. Do you guys? James Robinson. No. Probably offensive rookie of the year, maybe? Yes. Undrafted. This doesn't bother me that he can't pull up the name right now. I mean, besides... What team does he play on? Besides Derrick Henry and Dalvin Cook, I don't really... I feel like there's one more. I'm just... 
I mean, Kamara is not having that great of a season. He started off really strong, but he started like, very, yeah, once very, Brees very got strong. hurt and Taysom Hill thought he had to run the ball every time he touched him, said throw it. Uh, yeah, Calvin Hill was num- or Alvin Kamara's numbers went downhill. Um, I mean, Kareem I put, Hunt, Nick Chubb, but that's a combo. Yeah, I would put Dalvin Cook above Derrick Henry still. Um, I think 100%. I think the order of my MVP race right now would be Pat Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Dalvin Cook, Tom Brady, just because he did increase the <laughs> totals by five already. Oh my, last year. <laughs> you know, once you're ready to it very hard, I need to say. Uh, just because Tom Brady has to be included in the top five, as long as he's in the, in the league. Not, he doesn't have – no, he doesn't. Not necessarily that he deserves it. He did deserve it up to the last – Two games, um, but then I think that's more of Bruce Aaron's problem, like we talked about last week. Um, no, because you know who beat him? The fucking Bears. The Bears beat him, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why exactly I didn't deserve it. Uh, wait, how many games have the Bears uh, won since that game? They've lost uh, all six of them. in a row. All of them. <laughs> They've lost every game. They, since they have you lost won the shit six. talk, Brady. Well, and no, they won against Carolina. Shut up. Uh, that they was, won against Carolina. That so. was before. That was before. They've lost every single game since Tampa Bay. So sucking nut. Um, not the point. But I would also possibly throw in. I mean, Deshaun Watson. I just feel bad for him. He's still throwing 24 touchdowns, only has six interceptions. I was going to say Kyler Murray because of where he has the Cardinals. Not after yesterday. And not I mean, one bad Patriots game doesn't either. take you out of it. I mean, it does win. Not after the Patriots either. But just, just stat-wise, he doesn't even compare. But the fact that he turned that team around and made them into a possible playoff contender is impressive. I don't think he would win it this year. I think he just – like he might get one vote from that one guy who – Works for the Arizona Sun or whatever newspaper is out there. Honorable mention. Yeah. Like Arizona Sun. <laughs> I hope that is a newspaper. The Sun <laughs> Times. Yeah, of uh, Arizona. Of Arizona. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't I think it's really a two horse race now between Aaron Rodgers and Pat Mahomes though. It's gonna be tough for anyone else to get mentions. It's actually called the Phoenix New Times. Um, we also got the Phoenix New Times, the Arizona Republic, and the Arizona Daily Star. <laughs> well, I mean, the sun is a star, so, you know, it's close. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a burning burning ball of sun. Uh, star. Sorry. Uh, it's actually a burning ball of gases that we call a star. There you go. Okay. Uh, then sure. we named the sun. But, yeah, I think it's going to be Pat Mahomes. Because he's the MVP of my fantasy team. Bless I mean, if it's Pat Mahomes, then Aaron Rodgers will win the Offensive Player of the Year or vice versa. Yeah. So. I mean, I, I, I think Dalvin Cook deserves something, but. Can you shut up about Dalvin He's going to be best running back on Madden. Uh, All right. He's going to have a higher rating next year. There you go. That's what he's going to win. He, he better be in the 99 club this year. Um, uh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, Matt, I just wanted to ask you which, which loss felt worse last week against the Packers or this week against the Lions? Uh, I was kind of like what felt worse to me watching it unfold was the 
was uh the Packers one. But this one it was kind of funny, man. Like you gotta like I kinda laughed at the very end, dude. Like that is such a mad naggy game. You kinda like you kinda know that he took over play calling at the in the last final two minutes of that game. He was like laser, let me fuck this up for us. And he did. He just he did just that. I I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> he should be fired. Like, listen, I, I know, Bart, you're saying that the Bears don't do midseason fire-ins. They definitely should. Uh, well, he would have been sh- fired today if they were going to fire him. He, well, you know, the Bears work slow when it comes to that because Virginia doesn't get the news till her newspaper comes on Thursday. So, <laughs> oh, I thought um, she was still uh, doing telegraphs. <laughs> uh, she actually does uh, airmail. So uh, the the the, Ooh, pigeon. the carrier pigeon needs carrier, carrier yeah. pigeon. Right. She gets it Thursday, Friday. She might see the news. She might see the score because she probably fell asleep on at the game on Sunday. So give her some time to warm up. Uh, and then you know George has yet to wake her up because he's she's probably going to be a little upset that you know he's make, waking her up from her fourth midday nap. So. <laughs> I, you know, we all know she's not making any kind of decisions like that. No, no, no. George McCaskey is, I know. I'm just trying to poke fun at Miss Virginia. Um, but yeah, man, that was horrible. It was horrible to say the least. I, <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Like, what else can you say, man? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just a tr- traditional Bears loss. Uh, they made me feel so good in the first half. I thought that Lions loss was awful. I'm glad the Packers. I I wasn't really surprised they were that that they lost. I wasn't surprised either. It just and then we were losing early, and then I was just like, all right, so this game is over in the first quarter. You would think 30 points is enough to beat the Lions, though. Um, apparently it's not. (laughs) Yeah, I mean the defense decided that, like, you know what, we're tired. We're gonna take a nap right here. So, I and I heard this on the radio. One team was playing for their coach, and one team was not. Um, the Lions wanted to prove, yeah, it was actually Matt Patricia. He's the one that screwed us over. He's the one we hated him. We're going to play for Daryl Bevel right now, and we're going to win this game. Well, Daryl Bevel team, should be a head coach. He should be, and I, I think he's going to take that, get that interim tag taken off, just like Raheem Morris might. Um, I think that Atlanta shouldn't make him permanent head coach starting next season because he's been doing some pretty good work since he took over. So, But the Bears don't have that. No, no, they do not. But here's the thing, Bart. I understand where you're coming from, and like you, you, you asked me yesterday, who should be that? It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter. Give Pagano the interim head coach tech. It doesn't. Nagy shouldn't be there. He's just wasting his time. He's wasting this management's time. Uh, but the players like him. Yeah, I mean, he's you can totally just... tell the defense likes him after yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that was on the defense. The defense should have showed up. I still don't know why Pagano is playing such soft ass defense like he is. I just have no idea, man. Like he's ruined this defense. Nagy's ruined the offense. Not that it was ever good, but <laughs> I'm telling y'all, they should hire me. I'll get y'all in that win column. Get y'all in the Super Bowl. Uh, sports psychology practices. Get Mitch Trubisky right. Get Khalil Mack firing again. Get Robert Quinn going. You know, we don't be good. Talk about a waste of money, Robert Quinn. Good uh, God. Apparently, uh, the Bears were watching game film from 2014 when they gave him a contract. Yeah, I think so. That's what. That's a Ryan Pace thing to do. No, no. Um, he had a good season with the Cowboys last year. He has a Okay, conviction. but he was also playing with a phenomenal defensive line, not just one other good defensive player. 
Well, Akeem Hicks and then Bilal Nichols are pretty good. To, to Kevin, shut up. No, we're not. We're not going. We're not. I just, doing this I just wanted to trigger you. <laughs> Excuse uh, me. <laughs> You're welcome, Bart. I I, I, I actually like thought about it for a second. Then I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> we're not How? doing. No. Who even compares? Demarcus Lawrence. Uh, yeah. I mean, sure. Uh, Khalil Mack is having a very horrible season. Um, I'll just say it. Uh, the Raiders won that trade. They did. They did. We they got the better end of that deal. Raiders they still suck. Cups. The Raiders still do suck. John Gruden can lick my butthole. Um, but I'm just saying, man. I think they won that trade. Khalil's not producing, so I don't know. Like people are going to be touchy about that subject. Y'all can think whatever you want. I still think the Raiders won that trade. So let's just leave it at that. But. I don't know, man. Like, even if so, Bart. Even if, like, even if the, the the Bears do go for a new general manager, do go for a new head coach, and they will, this is not a desirable place to be either. I mean, you still have Anthony Lynn's getting fired. Kevin, you can say whatever you want. He is getting fired for sure. I'm betting you ten bucks, but you don't want to do it. Uh, uh, you I will mean, have you will have the Jets job where Trevor Lawrence is going. Uh, the Falcons are still open. Detroit's open. Why I mean, would the Jets be more desirable than the Bears? Because they're getting Trevor Lawrence, dude. They're getting you are getting a they one. They don't have Mitch Trubisky. That that is exactly. Why. You don't have Nick Foles to back up either, and you, you the general manager is not going to have to deal with the nightmare of contracts, especially like that the the Bears have. I mean, uh, have you looked at the Jets roster? No, but I'm saying like. For example, like Khalil, Mack is, Khalil Mack is owed so much dead money. That means if the Bears trade him, they owe him millions of dollars, yeah. millions upon millions of dollars. The Jets, the Bears trade him. But, uh, I mean, Robert Quinn, he, obviously he has an out, but that's horrible contract. Charles Leno is on a seven, $70 million deal. You have Nick Foles being paid to back up right now over $40 million where it can be invested in somewhere else. Allen Robinson's probably going to get tagged because we owe uh, we own his rights. So, and who knows? I mean, he sure he might not want to be here, and he might get traded, but we still owe him that money. So, <laughs> we're fucked. All right. Why would why would we owe Allen Robinson money? Because if it's a tag and trade, we owe him that money. Okay, that's that's just. I mean, that's just if if, if if they're going to tag him, they're going to keep him. That's yeah. Um, unless they get something stupid back for him, which they won't. Um, so I mean, they should because he's stupid good. Well, you're he was when he was. I listen. I don't want to deal with Rob anymore. I don't know if you follow him uh, on Twitter, Bart. Go look at his tweets, man. Like he he's a diva. He's the would you not diva. be? I mean, okay. What wide receiver isn't a diva? That is a requirement to play the position. That is a requirement. Um, but guys, um, hot guys. take, man. You could draft an Allen Robinson replacement. No, there you go. <laughs> Totally done. Actually, done. You want to could this year? You there can. are so many you good can, wide receivers. Dude, I'm out. sorry, Bart. Dude, Darnell Mooney is better than Allen Robinson oh, this year. Oh okay. my, dude, yep. that is uh-huh. the dumbest thing you, you could, could ever. Hey, you say. could call me names. Okay, it's Matt, true, dude. we're gonna stop you here. I have a take that I want your guys' opinion on, because um, I'm not a Bears fan, so I don't actually care. Um, but I think there's going to be a change in Baltimore this off season. You guys should pursue. John Harbaugh. John Harbaugh. You think that John Harbaugh's going to get fired? Yep. I, I don't think. Because, let me. No, not let after. Me drop, no, no, no. That, would, that would be a blessing. They think haven't about it. been back to the Super Bowl since 2012. COVID. Since 2012, they haven't been back to the Super Bowl. Last year, 
They should have went to the Super Bowl. No one had an answer for Lamar Jackson. They lose to the Titans. This year, they take a huge step back. They're six and five now, about to be six and six tomorrow. They're taking a step back. He hasn't been producing. I think they decide to bring new blood, change it up. I think they do. I think it happens. Because Ozzie Newsom's not the GM anymore. So they have a new GM in there. And now his first year as his new GM, they go six and or they're going to probably go seven and nine or eight and eight. You're going to be like, you know what? Let's just bring a new guy in. Yeah, I could actually see that. You know no, what? He has, so he has three years left in his deal. He's, he's gone in 2023. I Listen, no, I don't think so, man. No, because if you look at the head coaching candidates out there. I just asked if you would want him. I, I yeah, Sure, I would, but he's not going to get fired. He's not. I'm sorry. Okay, but what if? If he gets fired, do you think the Bears should pursue him? I absolutely think so. I should also. I also think that they should pursue John Harbaugh. That's just me, though. Wait, isn't I, John, the one John in Harbaugh? Harbaugh? Yeah, Jim's the one. In I'm Michigan. Jim. Jim. I'm sorry, Jim Harbaugh from. <laughs> well, Jim uh, can't win at Michigan. Why do you want him back in the NFL? He was pretty good in the NFL. I mean, he did make it to a Super Bowl, and then he decided he wanted to go to college. You know, it's. I'm not. No, he got not, fired. What did he get hired again in the NFL? And then he went to college. Let's be clear about that transition. Uh, he's <laughs> he he would get a job easily, but I think the. No, Bart, I don't know if you know any of these names. Do you know who Rob Sala is? Yeah, he's the guy that's in right now. Uh, the defensive coordinator for the, yeah, for the 49ers. The 49ers. Uh, I'd love him. Uh, Joe Brady, he's on. He's the offensive coordinator for Carolina. Um, Arthur Smith is the offensive coordinator for uh, Tennessee. I'd love him, too. Possibly Pat Fitzgerald, but I'd love for him to stay at Northwestern because he doesn't get fired. That makes no sense there, so. that, that he he has the, the Packers pursued him. It. The Packers pursued him and he said no. So I'm just saying because he has the goal like he legit his life is set. But his like he's also a, he's also a full blown Chicagoan. Like he is like from the South Side. He like he's blue collar. He's at Northwestern. <laughs> right. I, I hear you, dude. I hear you. But I'm just saying, like, it might be a good option. It might be viable. You know, who knows? I don't think but he would work in the NFL anyways. I don't. Yeah. But I also don't think that I want another offensive minded head coach either. Um, only because that just hasn't worked. I mean, <laughs> Mark well, having a defensive minded head coach hasn't really gotten us too far either. I mean, besides 06. If by for some reason Vic Fangio gets fired, if for some reason for whatever reason, if he, he can't be a head coach, that's he I, can't. But we should bring him back as a defensive coordinator and check Pagano to the side. I mean, that would be easier said than done. I understand, but I'm you know, I know because he could definitely be. I mean, he he could take he could go to Washington. That defense is fantastic, too. But Ron Rivera is definitely keeping his job. Uh, y'all should y'all should just hire Eric Bieniemy. Be done with it. Mm, no, I don't dude, want another. No, Andy no Reed. more Andy Reid coaches. No, no. We don't. I, I hope he goes somewhere else and then takes the team to the NFC Championship or AFC Championship. And the Bears. I mean, like three, I uh, fifteen or three and. I hear you, Kevin. I don't want another Andy Reid coach. I just don't. Doug Peterson failed. Okay, well, Matt Nagy failed. Well, Doug, Doug Peterson, Peterson went to the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. Well, I mean, right? okay, but look at him now. Uh, okay, so okay, Matt, I think that's a GM issue. Matt, I'm going to give you two things here. There's two routes. You get a Bill Belichick disciple or you get an Andy Reid disciple now. That's all that's in the NFL. 
That's uh, one or the other. And they always fail. That's not Matt Patricia failed. Not Josh true. McDaniels failed. Josh, <laughs> uh, Josh McDaniels Joe Brady. <laughs> Joe Brady's been okay. Joe Brady's the Patriots. Okay. Josh McDaniels. He was the head coach of the Broncos, and then he failed miserably. Uh, the, Tim Tebow failed miserably. Let's get that clear. Uh, he went he right wanted... back to New England, and they're running Super Bowls again. Like, what's up? Yeah, because Bill Belichick. Because Tom Brady. But, and Tom Brady. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, just boys, I guess. Um, we're going to end this show off on a positive note. I was talking about newspapers earlier. What a coincidence. Not really. That was a horrible transition, but let me just get this out of the way. We did this earlier on in our in our podcast careers. I'm going to bring it back today. If you guys have something for next week, y'all are more than welcome to do it. I have your false top five funniest newspaper headlines, and these are real. Go look them up. I'll look these up on Reddit. Let's end the show this way. Number five on down. Real newspaper headline, guys. Miners refuse to work after death. (laughs) (laughs) There's more. Trust me. (laughs) Number four. War dims hope for peace. (laughs) That is another real newspaper headline. (laughs) Uh, Child's stool great for use in garden. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, I'm not too sure if that's good fertilizer, but <laughs> panda mating fails, veterinarian takes over. <laughs> Without context. I mean you just got to think about him. What? All right then. And then and just if you, you you know, don't think about it, it makes sense. Um and then my number one I don't think about a lot of five. things, so and then they make sense to you. Uh I don't think in general. Headline. I just we just number insist. one. Number one. Smokers are productive, but death cuts efficiency. Smokers are productive, but death cuts efficiency. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's, that's accurate. <laughs> Without context. <laughs> Shoot. That's, man, that's impressive. How are you going to die when you're supposed to show up to work tomorrow? Man, come on. You are an efficient. Efficient. What? Efficient. Uh, there you go. Well, I think this has been sufficient for an episode what you think I, absolutely yeah that was a good one kevin you know what kevin you're absolutely correct thank you so much <laughs> gold star out there. <laughs> you get you get straight a's just for today um hey you i actually finished this semester with a 4.0 oh wow it. look at you Ooh, yeah what's up how about that <laughs> how about that how about that all right ladies and gentlemen thank you for tuning into episode 49 of your favorite podcast inside the minds uh be sure to subscribe to us be sure to follow us ITM pod on Twitter and Instagram for Bart and Kevin. I'm Matt. See you guys later. Toodles. Adios. Deuces.